Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I got a very interesting question sent to me by email yesterday. I'm not sure if the guy would want me to use his name or his exact situation, so I'm going to paraphrase this slightly, but it's a great question. It's not a single sentence, but it's a great question nonetheless. And he actually started by saying, question. (laughs) What should someone do when trading in a car? And the dealership says, don't fill out the back of the title because if it's filled out incorrectly, it'll cause big problems and you'll have to bill of sale to prove you traded it in. So what happens if the dealership asks you? You're trading in a vehicle. Just give us the title. We'll take care of it. And I've heard of that happening before. And you should never, ever, 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 ever let them do that. But... I'll explain why. He says, background, I assume this is a common practice for dealerships because I got burned years ago when a vehicle I traded in was impounded and the title came back to me. Now, this man has a uh, child who's going through this now, an adult child, and I advised them not to leave without a picture or copy of the title filled out and signed because this also protects them regarding the odometer reading. And that, of course, is one of the two big things here. And then he wrote, thank you for continuing to provide informative content to the rest of us. Sincerely, and he signed it with his name. And thank you very much. I appreciate the question. It's a good question. And not a lot of dealerships will do this, but some will. And um, it's a problem because, number one, it's illegal. Number two, it could come back to bite you, as you just pointed out. And so when you bring a vehicle into a dealership and sell it to them, you want to walk away from it knowing that that vehicle's out of your life in every manner possible. I've heard of people who brought a vehicle in that they traded in that had an outstanding lien on it, and the dealership didn't take care of the lien and just sold the car with a lien. I mean, crazy stuff has happened, okay? But here he's talking about... Used car, presumably no lien. And of course, the problem is that the title has a space on it for you to certify the odometer reading. Now, I'm going to give you examples from the state of Michigan because I just happen to have a Michigan title in my left hand for a 1999 Dodge two-door. It's a two-door Dodge. (laughs) It's bright red and looks like that right there. And that's the title right there. And uh, I got this title when I bought that car not so long ago. And here's the interesting thing. A Michigan title has on it, it's a certificate of title, state of Michigan, vehicle identification number, year, make, model, body style. Model does not have a name listed, though. And then it says title number, issue date, uh, the fee category, the owner's name and address. All of this is correct. And there's no secured interest on record. Then at the bottom of the lower half of the title, it says title assignment by seller. So I own the vehicle right now, and it says owner right there. I'm the owner. When I become the seller, I'm still the owner up until the moment of sale. So if I sell the vehicle, my information will appear on this title twice as the owner and as the seller. Just making sure this is clear. So if you look at the title assignment by seller section of the title, it says state and federal laws require the seller to indicate mileage when ownership is transferred. Failure to complete or providing false information may result in civil liability, fines, and or imprisonment. So you failing to fill this out is a crime. Just to let you know that. State and federal laws require 
the seller to indicate mileage when ownership is transferred. Failure to complete or providing false information may result in civil liabilities, fines, and or imprisonment. So, yes, you can go to jail for not doing this right. Has anyone ever gone to jail for it? I don't know. But my point is, I don't like to live dangerously. So, if somebody goes, don't sign that, just give it to us, you go, oh, wait, it says state and federal laws require me to do this. What do you, what, what do you say to them then? So then you'll notice below that, if, and this is the section that you'd be signing, I warrant the ownership of the vehicle described in the certificate of title has been transferred to the following purchasers and is free of all previous liens. So the person who sells the vehicle, who is the owner of the vehicle prior to the sale, warrants the title. They're actually saying, and I'm also delivering title. Again, a legal requirement to transfer ownership. So they ask you to sell them the car and hand them the title without signing that. Technically speaking, they're breaking the law if they go to sell the car. Now, I know what you're going to say, you're going to say, Steve, but they're just going to fill this out, send it to the state, and then get the title done properly for the buyer. In that case, the law has not been broken. Well, no, the law has been broken. It's just that the ownership might transfer without any major problems. But the law has been broken. So it says, I warrant the ownership, and it's been transferred to the following. And then it says, purchaser's name printed, that'd be who you're selling the car to, the date of the sale, the selling price. A lot of dealerships say, leave that blank. Because <laughs> they're going to say you sold it to them for a dollar or a hundred bucks. They're going to try to do what they can to lower that number. Purchaser's street address, city, state, zip, and then... I certify the odometer reading is, and there's boxes, and to the best of my knowledge, the odometer mileage is actual, not actual, or exceeds mechanical limits and is rolled over. So if you don't certify that, who will? Because the title can't be transferred unless someone signs that. Oh, they're going to sign it for you. Wait a second. Are they going to sign your name or their name? Because if they sign their name, it won't work. It's got to be the seller signing it. They're going to sign your name? Wouldn't it be forgery? Wouldn't it be forging your signature to that? To, to a, a government document? <laughs> and by the way, if you allow them to do it, are you an accomplice? So you then sign it where it's a signature of seller. You print your name. You put down your street address, your city, your state, and your zip. The dealerships can say, well, we don't worry about these things. Because we do this all the time. The titles work out. Everyone's happy. What could be the problem? Well, the number one problem I would worry about in this day and age is if you turned in a vehicle that the dealership said, go ahead, leave that blank, we'll take care of it. And they filled out the odometer section wrong and signed your name to it and then sold the vehicle on. And uh, if Carfax later came back and said, oh, there's a mileage discrepancy, mileage discrepancy. And since this person turned it in with apparently this mileage that they certified, despite the fact they didn't sign it or fill it out, it would look like you did it. It would look like you did it. And the dealership would go, we got the vehicle uh, on trade and we sold it. We didn't know the odometer had a discrepancy. And then you could go into court and say, well, Your Honor, I left that blank and let them fill it in. Okay. But there's something else going on here. And this is the kind of thing where when someone tells you not to worry, don't worry about that. That won't get you in trouble. What I always like to do is kind of turn the tables a little bit on them. 
So let's suppose that you're in a hypothetical situation in Michigan, sitting at a car dealership. You just agreed to buy a car. And you're going to trade in your car. And they've given you a price that you like. And you've pulled out the title and said, there you go. I'm going to fill this in now. And they go, no, no, no. Leave it blank. We'll take care of that. Now, you could say, I don't want to because that's a crime. But you could say, you know something? This guy named Steve Lato on YouTube always talks about the law in Michigan. Often talks about car dealers. And has pointed out this thing called a dealer manual. The dealer manual. The dealer manual is a book that's put out by the Michigan Secretary of State's office that they actually encourage car dealers to download and follow because it makes a synopsis of all the laws that car dealerships must follow to abide by the law. And the dealer manual is a public document that you can download yourself. I've actually downloaded it a few times myself. I've used it in litigation. And I've confronted car dealers at depositions with portions of the dealer manual that contradicted what they just told me they had done. And so when they say, oh, just leave the title blank, we'll take care of it, you go, wait a second. The dealer manual that my friend Steve Leto is always talking about, chapter three says title and registration requirements. 3-1.1 says the Michigan Motor Vehicle Code requires a dealer to have in immediate possession a properly assigned certificate of title with odometer mileage disclosure information properly completed for every vehicle acquired by the dealer. So if you're acquiring the vehicle from me, you must have in immediate possession a properly assigned certificate of title. So you're telling me not to sign that. You're violating that, aren't you? Then it says... A vehicle may not be sold, displayed, or offered for sale in Michigan unless the dealership has a properly assigned title or other ownership document in its immediate possession. So I can trade the car into you, but if I don't sign the title, I'm breaking the law. You are not handling the car properly, and you also can't put it up for sale. That seems like a problem to me. And so that's another issue on top of everything else I just told you. So there are dangers to you of someone filling that out wrong, and it would come back to haunt you. But also, it's a dealership breaking the law. And so now you might say, Steve, I don't care if the dealership breaks the law. I just don't want to get in trouble. Who cares? Well, when you're sitting across the table from somebody who is lying to you, And saying, you can give this to us unsigned and it won't break the law. Not a problem. There's no problem there at all. No problem at all. When you say, well, it says right on the document it's a crime to do it that way. And they say, don't worry about that. You can then say, well, it's a crime for you when you do it that way. And they can say, well, don't don't worry about us. Worry about yourself. You go, well, I am when I point out that it's a crime for me to do it too. (laughs) So... Don't do that. Don't do that. So when you go to trade your vehicle in and they pull up, you pull out the title and they say, go ahead, just give it to us in blank. Don't do it. Don't do it. And now, again, has anybody ever gone to jail for this that you know of? No, I don't know if anybody's gotten in trouble for this. Don't know of anybody. But I've heard stories of people who had issues. And there's a distinction. I've had people call me and say, like this guy did, I had a vehicle, traded it in, something weird happened, and next thing you know, I'm getting 
calls about a car abandoned several states away that they think is mine because the paperwork didn't go through. Guy didn't go to jail as far as I know, but it was a hassle for him. And how do you avoid the hassle? You follow the law. I, I mean, this... <laughs> and the crazy part about this, and I, 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 I've, I've bought and sold cars. I've, I've gone to the dealerships, traded in cars. I've gone to dealerships and bought cars, okay? So I know what it's like to sit at a desk in a dumb little cubicle and have a guy sitting there across from me saying, no, this is how we do it. And so confidently, you almost believe him. So, you know, <laughs> that's the short answer. Don't do it. And when pushed, go, well, it says right here it's a crime. And the dealer manual says for you to do it, it's a crime for you too. So you're encouraging me right now to enter in a transaction where I break the law and you break the law. I'd rather not do that. And by the way, if a dealership were to ask me to do that and push, after I left the dealership, I'd call the Secretary of State's office. Say, yeah, there's a dealership that's trying to get me to trade in a vehicle with a blank title. They don't want me to sign the title or fill anything out for some weird reason. Despite the fact the dealer manual says they're required to. So there you go. Great question. What should someone do when trading in a car and dealership says, don't fill out the back of the title because if it's filled in incorrectly, it'll cause big problems. And you'll have the bill of sale to prove you traded it in. Well, it's not just proving you traded it in. It's proving you traded it in with how many miles are on it, for instance. And the document saying that you are transferring ownership. And he does reference the back of the title. That changes from state to state. Uh, modern titles in Michigan have the title assignment for the first assignment on the front. It used to be on the back and you worked your way down, but now they're on the front, but it varies wildly from state to state. So thanks for the question. Great question. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. As a child, my family's menu consisted of two choices, take it or leave it. If you left it behind, there was no dessert.